This contest is the special Iron Man match for the World Wrestling Federation Championship. Damn it. Uh, damn it. Damn it, Paul. Uh, what's going on? This People are saying that SummerSlam was rubbish. What? What's going on? Damn it, I booked it perfectly. Damn it, we had Roman Reigns at the end. Damn it. And they're saying that this NXT uh, was better. Damn it. What's going on? I don't know. Uh, I was too busy with NXT. Uh, booking the hell out of NXT. I left SummerSlam to you, because uh, I'm the game. Uh, but I stole all your characters, damn it. And yet there's still no one likes what I'm doing, damn it. And I got this nice new belt, damn it. And everyone booed the belt, damn it. Well, uh, certainly no Smoking Skulls belt, is it? Uh, I remember the good old days, Vince. Uh, back in the days when wrestling was wrestling and men were men. I don't like that uh, word, damn it. It's not wrestling anymore. It's sports entertainment. I know why it went wrong. Because of Eva Marie. She was oh. too busy in the UK with that old Joey. And I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. Damn it. I knew that was going to happen. Uh, I'm going to call him out, damn it. <laughs> Me versus old Joey, it's <laughs> WrestleMania. <laughs> Do you feel better for having done that now? <laughs> it, it grates uh, on the voice eventually. Well, it? I've been suffering from quite a bad throat the last few days, and I think I know why now, all of a sudden. The game uh, and all of that. Mm. Anyway, right. welcome to the... Iron Man podcast. That's the one. I forgot who I was and yeah. where I was and what yeah. I was doing for a second then. Anyway, yeah, uh, I am the real deal, Simon Pryor. I am here with... The Fallen Angel. And Eva Marie's main squeeze. Less of that. I'm still just trying to figure out what the hell I've just watched go down. Very confused. You're not the only one. Uh, that's good. I'm glad. Good evening. Good evening. Okay, so we're going to try... Yeah, that's old man Joey, anyway. Yeah. Try and push more, more wrestling information at you in the next hour than you could fit in Arkeem's wrestling gear. Yeah. So let's... Uh, that's impressive. That's let's go. Shall I ring the ring damn the bell? Damn bell. Please, well, yes. <clears throat> and we're off. So, go on, what have we got then? <coughs> Cough. Right. Apart from that. Okay. We're going to do a quick uh, recap of the news, because that's quite important, obviously. Yes. Um, because last time... I was um, not completely up to date. I'll give you my quick thoughts on SummerSlam slash yes. um, NXT. NXT. Yep. yep. Okay. Takeover. Um, we will look at um, Botch to Broadway, which was SummerSlam 2002. Yes. Uh, we'll look at um, our uh, main event jobber, which was uh, Randy Savage, the Macho Minion. Oh, yeah. Dig it. Versus. She's like a proto the game, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Basically, everything you're saying is ended up in... Uh, uh, um, Randy Savage versus the Ultimate Warrior. Uh, um, <laughs> the Ultimate uh, Warrior. Woo! Um, <coughs> NXT, oh, we'll really look at, we'll look at uh, the Cruiserweight uh, Classic. Um, bit of overrated, underrated, fatally flawed way. Tag maybe. team, maybe. If, yeah, yeah we'll if you can think of We'll one. just see whatever... whatever, yeah. whatever Float your boat. Yeah, well, we'll see what we've got time for. We've got exactly 58 minutes and 43 seconds at the time of this. 42, 41, 40. So I'm like, cancel like, the time. That's like most it. Iron Man matches, we've wasted the first few minutes. <laughs> Indeed. Um, just sort we, we've of just thinking been, about it. We've just been feeling the audience out. Not, not feeling them up. <laughs> Let me just clarify no, that. No, definitely no, not. Feeling them, not feeling them out. Okay, so the, should, should we do my thoughts on SummerSlam first? Yes. The news, yes. actually. So, yeah. okay. um, well, let's start, I suppose, actually, with a night before SummerSlam, and we go to... To uh, NXT Brooklyn. Uh, Brooklyn. Yep. So, um, 
I largely agree with everything, everything you sort of said. I would I would say it was a, a three overall. Yes. Um, I let's think about the matches that happened on the night. Can you remember what match it started with? I can't. Um, I should have had this written up in front of me. Um, I believe it started with him. Oh, didn't it open uh, with... Oh, this is good. It's going well. It was really. No Way Jose. No and, Way uh, Jose and Austin Aries. Austin Aries. Yeah, not a bad match. Uh, reasonable. Still not feeling off it, seeing the full Austin Aries... Uh, Ability in there. His um, promos on uh, this week's NXT about where to go next with uh, Hideo Itami were were quite good. Okay. So, um, yeah. And then we had that the uh, women's match um, between Ember Moon and the Australian lady. Or I can't the, remember her name. Velour, yeah. Billy Kay. There we go. Dressed um, in like you know, not satin. It's like the the the, the furry, the cheap version, <laughs> the cheap furry material yeah. that looks. Horrible. Like sat in for a long, long distance. Yes. Um, I felt that it really stick to Velcro. Yeah. <laughs> or um, maybe that's what she's wearing. Velcro. Velcro. She's got that's Velcro on. There we are. Um, I thought that match, I thought that, that did more for Billy Kay than it did for uh, Emma Moon. I thought Billy uh, Kay yeah. would okay. put more... Apart yeah. from the last 10 seconds, obviously. Yeah, um, without that spinning... I just didn't feel much about Ember, Ember Moon. I just thought, mm, not not that overly impressed with it. I just said it was a two. Not much, not much good. Um, but, mm. okay. Um, excellent tag team match. Uh, the Revival versus... You've skipped uh, a match. Oh, go on. Back. Glorious. Ah, sorry. I didn't realise yes. it was it. Okay, okay, yeah. Um, How dare you, sir? How dare you? How dare you ignore NXT's brightest... It doesn't matter what I dare. Fair enough, yeah. Right. Carry on. Um, What I... what (laughs) Impotent rage personified. (laughs) What I um, thought was um, good here was that uh, you told me how good this engine was going to be. And as I said on the podcast last week... um, like you, you were smiling like a Cheshire cat. Yeah, I was. Um, which, for people who don't live in the UK, is a very happy cat that lives in a place called Cheshire. Um, <laughs> and uh, by very happy, what definition of very happy are you using there? Like really chuffed. Right. Okay. For for those not from the UK, chuffed means happy. Yeah. Um, um, there we go. And uh, <laughs> and happy means not not angry. Yeah. So and basically, what. Um, what I saw was something that made me uh, giggle a bit, and it was it was quite good. Yeah, um, I like the fact it was nice and slow. I like the yeah. fact that it's um, it just just was glorious, wasn't it? Yeah. And then Triple H t- tweeted out a few minutes later how glorious it was. Um, I mean, it did take him about three weeks to get to the ring, yeah. but I was happy because everyone was singing to the music. I was singing to the music, yeah. um, and then you went um, that match went on a really good match. So I was really just that. I'm going to go through this quickly because obviously yeah. we've already done this um, tag team match revival. Versus, I can now say the names DIY, yeah, um, because <laughs> they um, that was a good match. I'm happy Revival retained, I think. Um, really impressed with it. Um, then I went or we went on to the next match, which would have been the women's, uh, the women's title, title match match. okay? So the women's title matchup, um, and again, was um. Very strong showing. I like the fact you had all the old women around the outside. Um, <laughs> you old women. No, all the old women. They're old, you know what I mean. Um, watching it, thinking, oh, we've got to beat this tomorrow night. Um, and that was really good. Um, I thought it was good that they, they made uh, As- Asuka sort of shake around at the end or whatever because I think they needed to be faced, to be honest, yes. at the minute. Um, and then uh, we went on to the uh, NXT uh, tile matchup, yes. which was. Ah! Yeah. But it was like I... listening to you back in the day <laughs> as the fallen angel, yeah, shrieking as I as I put on her Facebook. Uh, it made me proud to be a fan. That was the 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 violin mm. going and the um... what you mean? You mean this didn't make you proud to be a fan? What? Just mate, <laughs> this did not make you proud to be a fan. Wait for it. Here it comes. Oh! I will defend. I will defend. I need to have that on my phone. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, I bought it'd it. It would be a pleasure to answer my phone, even to PPI salesman. Thank you for ringing. I get to see that. Um, 
I thought it was a brilliant match. The the title match. Um, did Samoa Joe suffer any injuries? I haven't actually seen it. Whether it, uh, a lot he of people did. said he might have hurt his jaw, but I don't know whether it was a sell or whether it was a. No, uh, he did tweet about it and said his jaw was dislocated. It was relocated, and he's hoping to get cleared uh, to return. No, right. Okay, good. Stuff. Um, and just on that point, I have also purchased this track uh, because it had to be done. Right, now what you need to do is you need to flop somewhere in the ring and then this bit kicks in. Oh, yeah, that's anyway, it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, um, sorry, yeah. However, for anyone listening, that was a minute of um, Nakamura, and that was... You know, that no, no, that, that wasn't a minute. That was exactly... Oh, right, here we go. You started him off now. Look, 25 good. seconds, so we're well within Eight the... minutes, uh, and we haven't got through the NXT show yet, okay? <laughs> no, I, and we've well, already reviewed it once. Yes. This is like just doing... <laughs> this is like doing talking smack. Um, it's, um, right, so there we go. So that was NXT. Well, hang on, hang on. Let, me get, let me insert a vaguely impassioned speech I'm that might be a shoot. <laughs> I am talking smack. Carry on, Paul. Okay. Right, so um, let me... Uh, there we go. So it's that... a, just a bit of banter. It's fine. <laughs> I mean, I'm come on. Right in come on. Right, um, so that was NXT. Three, three turnbuckles, I'd agree. Yes, SummerSlam um, 16, go. SummerSlam 16. So we started off with uh, the match of Enzo and Cass versus uh, Jerry KO. Um, and that was that was quite a good match, I thought. It was quite pleasant. Yeah. Now, I had the benefit, I'll say this now, of watching SummerSlam in three parts because I wasn't trying to watch it live. And, it was um, probably a good one. I hadn't trying to watch it. And I think that made it a bit better for me. So I watched that one. That was mm. okay. Um, I then watched, it was a Sasha Banks versus Charlotte match. Um, apart from the the horrendously dangerous move, which nearly killed Sasha Banks at the start, yeah. I actually thought it was a pretty decent match. Um, they they got better as it went along. I thought I thought it was alright. Yeah. Um, odd finish, I thought. Yeah. Odd, odd finish that they they she pretty much rolled her over <laughs> from the, the from a sort of Sasha Banks finish move. Yeah. Um, and then um, from that, then uh, we went on to Jonathan Cena versus. Uh, oh, I've missed the match. match of You've missed the um, match of the night. The Miz versus Apollo Crews. Now Apollo Crews. What, yes. Why? Whilst you're obviously uh, saying what, what was the point of this match? Mm. If they're about to do what they might be doing with the Miz, yeah. What, I'm Maybe. giving him some personality. Again. Maybe there's a storyline that this was building towards, okay? Because mm. he won it cleanly, um, and it then he then was overlooked on SmackDown and so on and so on. But oh my God, he's going to be overlooked if his wife comes down to the ring and that sort of get up. Oh, yeah. It? Yeah, we yeah. did warn you about that, yeah. didn't we not? Maddie. I think what she needs to do is just speak sort of sexily in a, in a French accent whilst the matches are going on. And that'll be just brilliant, yeah, wouldn't it? That'll do. Yeah. Um, so we, then with Bob Backlund in the other corner, ripping his own shirt off. <laughs> there you go, why not? Yeah. Um, if that's what yeah, do, it does it for you. Just for it? balance. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I, I'm happy with just Maurice. But... Yeah, though you'd prefer Maurice <laughs> managing Billy Gunn. Or AJ Styles. There you go, there you go. Or the tag team. Tag team. Tag team. Hairstyles. Hairstyles. Right. So, what was I saying? So, I actually thought the Miz versus Apollo Crews wasn't a bad match. Um, It just ended too quickly, really, for anything anything important. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't think they booked it particularly well. They could have actually stretched it out a bit further and made... It more of a back and forth instead yeah. of a Apollo Crews gets smashed. I mean, I do wonder what you do with Apollo Crews now. Yeah. Um, so yeah. there we go. Uh, AJ Styles versus uh, John Cena. I'll tell you what you do with Apollo Crews. Mm-hmm. You have him just grin at the camera. Okay. And they go, yeah! And then that'll be about it. And they'll be, they'll be a pop, he'll be over, and carry on. There we go. Okay. AJ Styles versus uh, John Cena. Yep. Good. Very yeah. good, in fact. Yeah, four stars. Agree with that one. Uh, four turnbuckles, even. Um, Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson versus New Day. Uh, well, it's by, a New Day. Yes, by the time um, all the rubbish got finished, yeah. um, I had lost interest in that match completely. Yeah. Um, and no, I didn't really like that match. I'd say two stars at most. Um, Dean Ambrose versus Dolph Ziggler. Um, like you said the other day, two, two bricks being thrown together randomly. They might yeah. be very... 
very useful bricks in different situations. <laughs> in different contexts. One, two bricks each of a one is a good. Lot of dust. One is good for building uh, a swimming pool. The other one is good for building a tower block. Never the twain shall meet. Yeah, you never but use them both for the bridge. No. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. Um, so I'd say I'll, I'll be honest. I think low two star uh, two terrible for that one. Um, then we had uh, six the, women. The, the women match. No, what a match, eh? What what a moment in history when Eva Marie wasn't there. Yeah. And then the the Bella returned, and you know she came out, looked like a diva, moved like a dealer. Shook, dealer, a dealer, a diva, <laughs> shook her stuff like a diva, yeah, and wrestled like a diva, and but she did get the biggest pop of the night, which yeah. is a bit unexpected. Mm. So there we go. Um, well, that that was the awkward thing as well because she was on the heel team, so she got this yeah. massive pop. And even she's... the even the uh, the the commentators like, I don't know why she's with these partners. Yeah, <laughs> 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 it's because even Marie's um, not here. Then we had uh, the Finn Balor and Seth Rollins match. Now, obviously, looking at this in retrospect, I knew that Seth Rollins, um, sorry, Finn Balor injured himself um, amazingly early on in the match because yeah. he didn't know how good a match it was. He was doing all that injured. Yeah. Um, obviously, I don't know, but he who knew felt as bad as, yeah. you know, you don't always know if someone's actually hurting as much, but really good match. Nice story to it. I thought there was more of a story to that one than the John Cena yeah, and AJ yeah. Styles match. But that that was the Styles Cena match, as we said last episode, just like was high spot. Point, high point, high yeah. Point, yeah. Um, as far as the Finn Balor Seth Rollins match, uh, I don't know if you've listened to uh, the interview he's done with uh, Jericho on on the podcast no. this week uh, on uh, Jericho's talk is Jericho thing with all its very interestingly placed adverts. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but they were talking on that as if. Uh, that match was due to be possibly the the last match at SummerSlam this year. All right, uh, and that seemed to be the thought going in from certainly Finn's perspective. So clearly something changed there. Yeah. But uh, interesting that it wasn't no. the uh, the main so, event. So I mean, if we would have finished there, I think we'd have been saying, "What a good SummerSlam!" Hmm. Yeah, pretty good. Peaks um, and drops. You know, um, I do I do agree with uh, like the the tweets that um, Seth Rollins had put out that the crowd did ruin that a bit because they were so against the look of the new title yeah. that it really wasn't fair on the the wrestlers that whenever the, the title sort of pan, the camera panned towards the title mm. that the the audience booed because actually what happened was there was this amazing match going on and with two really good wrestlers and the crowd sort of turned against didn't turn against them yeah but um just the concept of the belts i think what i am getting a bit fed up of to be quite honest um is this this need for the, the general managers to come out i know mm-hmm. it's the first time the new belt and stuff but i don't need to see mick foley like looking naked stood there all the time <laughs> and and Steph, like, I don't know just just standing there yeah um so there we go so obviously that's where the show ended and it was good yeah, they don't. Oh wait, no, no, no. So then we had this. We, wish. we had the KFC fighting the chicken, the Colonel, which was uh... <laughs> that was yeah, that was weird. I've forgotten about that. Yeah. I, I sort of blotted it from my memory. Yeah. But yeah, uh, I don't think I need to comment about that. Interesting enough, have you seen that uh, the the twelve uh, secret spices of the recipes been revealed for no. the KFC? No, um, yeah, it's 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 horrible. Yeah. Is yeah. it is it like the McDonald's special sauce being uh, revealed and then? Everybody does a burger relish that is actually that taste, but slightly different. Yeah, probably. I mean, yeah. obviously don't know. Um, and then we then had uh, we didn't have another match then because the US title match was um, not actually happening, but it happened. You know, yeah, um, that's actually been taken. Yeah, off. Yeah, that's not on the list. It's not actually a match. Uh, but obviously, I think it was a reasonable fight. Like you know, it, 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 but, but I just don't. I don't understand why. Well, I do understand why in some respects, but. They had a match on Raw. They could have swapped the two things around at the at the the, 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 the beat down. Yeah. On, on um, however, they wouldn't have been able to fit it all in one card. Um, what they should have done is took one of the matches off the card and just let the story develop. It's Apollo Cruz. Yeah, but that means you'd only had five. Uh, I suppose so. Okay, um, <laughs> and then the last match. The sorry, the the last um, bit of in ring action was uh, Brock Lesnar versus Randy Orton. He didn't say his name properly. Oh, sorry. Uh, do it properly. Come it on. was Brock Lesnar versus yeah. Randy Orton, um, and um, I'll be honest. Um, I, I didn't think this was as bad as I was expecting it to be. Uh, 
However, it, it's just the same thing. I, I've sat there thinking how many times I've got to see this with Brock Lesnar. How much are you paying this man to do the exact same thing each time? Um, now, what I thought was um, what made this match worse, in my point of view, is the commentating, four-man commentating team yeah, that was, that was on there. Yeah. Um, but obviously, it was a strange ending. Um, Shane Man came out and got sort of F5, which would suggest something's starting to create there. Um, I just, I'm just fisticuffs, fisticuffs, fisticuffs. Yes, I'm just fed up of seeing Brock Lesnar at the minute. To be honest, it's yeah. like he comes back three times a year, and there's three times too many for me. Yeah. Um, the the only time that he's ever done anything that's been slightly different is when he's gone up against the Undertaker. Hmm. I was about to say that I enjoyed his Undertaker feud, um, but honestly, most of the matches he's had since he's been back, I haven't massively yeah. rated. I mean, what? the Triple H feud I didn't particularly like that much. No, um, well, it's like the um, matches, uh, the the feud with the Wyatts as well. Mm. I mean, what was the point? Yeah. I mean, the the, the, the whole thing, uh, going back to the, the Royal Rumble, they um, they eliminated him from the Rumble, and then there was nothing. Nothing, yeah. yeah you'd, you'd expect him to like, jump back in the ring, f 5 a lot of them. Well, and no, because he just went home, then, because yeah. he just does it for the money. Too, yeah, he? he just, he just um, went, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but so that, from a storyline perspective, it did make sense, mm. and then you just roll him out every six months or three so, or six months. Whatever so that, so that's it. I'd, I would say... I would, yeah, I'd say it's a two. Um, I thought it was all right overall as a, as an event. I just think if they, I think if you'd have watched it in like different sections, it wasn't as bad of it because I think this four hour event thing is too much. Yeah, I mean, it's just like, and the thing for the audience is they've been there six hours. Yeah, if not longer. Yep. they must be knackered. You know, what I mean? it, it's it's the summer's WrestleMania. Well, it might be the summer's WrestleMania. It's too long. Yeah, um, you can tell that because you can tell the difference in crowd reactions between. Well, a lot of them went NXT, the night before, yeah. the night before, and then SummerSlam. They just weren't into the. I think they should have done it. Yeah, I think they should have done it Friday night, had a gap, and then did it Sunday night. Yeah, because they're knackered by the time it goes right. Um, so there we go. So that that was it. But uh, going back to commentary. Yes. Right. It's just nice. the SmackDown commentary team. David Right, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say something here which you might disagree with, right? I don't like JBL in commentary. Nope. Okay. Agreed. I like JBL. I just don't like... I always, I always <laughs> think they missed out on him, but they could have created a sort of million-dollar corporation again with him. Yeah, them. I think you've mentioned yeah. that before. Yeah. Um, I, I don't like David Otunga because he's dreadful. <laughs> Correct. And I'm getting really fed up of... What's his name? Byron Saxon. No. no, it's not Mara Ranallo. I'm really fed up. Mara Ranallo. He shouts all the time. Oh my God! It's still I'm just saying, I don't need you to shout all the time. So actually, I, I don't totally dislike him, but actually, he needs to stop shouting. Someone needs to tell him to just talk. Mara, calm down. Yeah, stop shouting. You can calm be down, man. You, you use the excitement, you know. Someone, oh my God, he's got him and he's got him in a headlock. In a headlock. <laughs> That's Jerry Stiles, really, yeah. isn't it? Oh my God. Ow. <coughs> God, Quite interesting. Um, in the Taz show, um, yeah. he did a live three-hour special after SummerSlam. Like, on, across oh, oh, yeah, that, that would have been yeah. class, wouldn't it? Seven hours, six hours of yeah, 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 uh, SummerSlam, sorry. Um, and then... But, but the first person he rings up is Joey Styles, oh, who's dear. been uh, fired from the WWE recently. And he wakes him up, and he's um, and Joey Styles is just like, "Why on earth have you run this?" There's a massive go at Taz and hangs up on him, <laughs> which is probably set up, but it was quite funny. That's so there we go. So that yeah, is that uh, SummerSlam done and the SummerSlam weekend. So let's go on to some news. Yes, yes, news. Yes, news. news is good. So, news. Obviously, straight after uh, SummerSlam, Finn Balor um, must have gone back and gone, I've hurt myself. Um, <laughs> I've done a boo-boo. And he's um, basically suffered a severe injury to his right um, shoulder. Yep. Um, and he is now uh, gone under the knife and he's expected to be out for up to six months. Yes. So when would that bring him back? About WrestleMania time? Just before WrestleMania. I think it's so either just time. before or just after. I'd imagine they're going to try and get him back for WrestleMania because Champion. let's face it, his WrestleMania intro would be amazing. I, yes. I think uh, he'll be back for Royal Rumble. That's my prediction at this point. Yeah, he could yeah. be back for Royal Rumble mm. and a light follow-up. Uh, did you, uh, on the subject of Finn Balor's injury, did you see the uh, the messages from Bret Hart no, about this? No, but um, I can imagine. Uh, he was, I assume he's not pleased with his favourite wrestler no, of all time. No, he was, he was quite critical of um, Seth Rollins. And he basically said, I don't want to say I told you so, but 
I told you so. He's starting to make a point, though, because it seems to be happening quite a lot. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's a lot of people that are making the argument that Seth Rollins works a very high-energy style, and therefore there's that sort of inherent risk of injury. However, uh, at the same time, Brett also says that he performed to a very similar style, mm-hmm. and he injured nobody. The... Um... The thing with it is, though, is that Bret Hart, when Bret Hart was wrestling, it was very safe style wrestling, I mean. <laughs> the Miz style wrestling. Miz style, um, yes. Very soft. Where, what this is, is happening is a bit more, <laughs> is that they're, they're trying to pull out a lot, like they were trying to pull out more stops. And the move he did it on was quite a, I don't know what, those barriers are obviously padded. Yeah. But there's got to be something behind them because mm. they've, they've got to have some strength to them. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Otherwise, if someone just leant on them, they'd collapse. <laughs> they just fall down um, on themselves, yeah. So, that was quite a dangerous move. Like Sid Vicious's leg. At- so, oh, I don't know whether they need to look at how many high spots are doing, because... Yeah. Um, but at the same time, Seth Rollins is very fast. Yeah. Well, the, 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 the They argument- always say that about Dolph Ziggler, don't they? He's too yeah. fast and he could hurt people. So. Yeah. I mean, the, the argument as well is that you've got uh, the fact that Sting was injured by a similar sort of powerbomb move, and he ended up... Not wrestling, you know, essentially retired immediately afterwards because of that injury. And you've got Finn Balor again at the hands of Seth Rollins, who has injured his arm from um, essentially a, a turnbuckle powerbomb against the, the railings. Then you've got the fact that uh, Rollins uh, also popped John Cena's nose, although I won't really hold that yeah, against that, that's, him. That's not a bad thing, necessarily. But you've got the, the odds are stacking up against him. Yeah, so now the uh, newly created Universal Champion has no champion yes. holder. Um, so they've got a Fatal 4-Way match, is it, next, <coughs> next Monday on Raw? And so who's in that Fatal 4-Way? Uh, well, you've got Kevin Owens, yep. Seth Rollins, yep. mm-hmm. Roman Reigns, yep. mm-hmm. and oddly enough, Big Cass. Mm-hmm. Big Cass for the championship win. Kevin Owens. Um, I think it's going to go to Seth Rollins. It's got to go to one of the heels because yep. it doesn't make any sense any other way. Mm. Okay, so there we go. So that's um, that's that. Um, also, Monday Night Raw, the Dudley Boys um, announced their retirement uh, from the WWE. Mm-hmm. Genuine or a storyline? I still think it's an angle. Go on. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd probably go with that. The way it was set up, I mean... Uh, they had that little bit with the Shining Stars and then they got attacked afterwards. It's got to be some sort of angle to set up a match between Gallows and Anderson and the Dudleys. I do find it weird that the Dudley boys would retire from WWE without just eating some sweets. So I'm trying to do it quietly. It's, it's failing. That's, right. that's not yeah. working at um, all. I do find it weird that the Dudley boys would retire just like that, you know, without yeah. a final match. Um, With no reason whatsoever. Yeah. So... It. I mean, I, I, I still find think they're in the position of being like a development team, so they're, they're not going to be <clears throat> sort of recouping their glory from 15 years ago, but I think they're they're in a, an ideal position to help elevate some other tag teams in the division. But, you think about it, WWE was in New York. Hmm. Isn't, aren't they from New York in real life? Essentially, yeah. 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 They could have had at SummerSlam the Dudley Boys retirement match, and it would have been a massive pull. It would have been glorious. They didn't bother having that. Um, I still think they would be better off going to NXT and actually being a character in NXT. I really do. I think they would suit that. I think Triple H would be able to actually book them. (laughs) So, um, there we go. Um, Eva Marie's uh, out due to the wellness policy. Look at that photo, Joey. Hold it. Calm down. Calm that's down. Horrific. Um, okay, so <laughs> that's that's that. Um, let's yeah, go on to some other things. Were sick. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, you excited about the rock news? Oh what? yes, this is interesting. Which rock news? The rock this. news. Well, um, you know, there's been a bit a bit of a fisty cuffs. Yes. A bit of tater tate, so to speak. <laughs> Tato um, oh Tato. With uh, The Rock and his uh, Fast and Furious 8. Yes. Uh, how are they making another one of those films? Well, they, they got There's, better from 5. They got a different they're, car. They're and... scheduled to make 10 of them, I yeah. think. So the, the thing is, that the, the, just on a side more... note, for the Fast and Furious films, as soon as The Rock turned up, they got infinitely better. Okay. I only, to be fair, I've only watched the first two and that's enough. Uh, yeah. The first one was all right, but then... Pick it up again from five. So, The Rock and Vin Diesel had a public forum. A tay 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 A tay tay Yeah. A word of the words. Yeah. 
Sorry, a, a war of the words with Vin Diesel, who... Uh, 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 like a seal having a go. Um, right, anyway, so... Anyway, they had a war of words. Yeah. And it looks like it might be a bit of a work for a yeah. future Vin Diesel versus The Rock at WrestleMania! Yeah, because probably Fast and Furious 8 is going to be out around then. Well, I, I don't um, want yeah. to see that. I can tell no. that now. So there you go. I think mean, that's big, big news. Woo! Okay, um, and then we go on to um, more. Oh, there oh, we go. What have you done? I've broken it. <laughs> there we go. Um, then we go on to more interesting news. I think um, not more interesting. Yeah, yes, that's more, different. More, news. more interesting than more some news. more news that more is interesting. That is, um, did you watch um, um, Talking Smack, the program that less than two weeks ago you sat there and said? I'm not watching that. Not watching that because what's the point in that? I have not watched it, uh, and I don't really ha- still have any intention to because there aren't enough hours in the week. How much content did WWE want me to watch? Well, all we've it. got a solution, haven't you? You don't watch SmackDown because yeah. it inevitably lets you yeah. down. Watch Talking you Smack. You watch Talking Smack in just half an hour. T- takes twenty minutes. Let's do it. And 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 watch the Miz get angry at Daniel Bryan, which it seems was uh, glorious. Glorious, yes. Uh, probably the best promo that the Miz has done forever, uh, and also uh, very strong elements of, of uh, a shoot element to the promo. But I think it's all leading to a storyline where Daniel Bryan may possibly this this have this, fisticuffs. This shoot thing that think... people keep talking about, right? There is very very few shoots ever done, yeah, because the it's WWE a shoot. is a professional company, so. They might have given him some license to do a yeah. bit of free stuff on there, but they they've worked on that. Cause oh they, yeah, yeah. And that is a good storyline because well, they them two have been entwined for the whole yeah. WWE careers at times. On that note, anything that blurs the line between the fiction of the product and reality is a good thing. Because controversy creates cash. I yeah. personally think it's going to lead into a big fisticuff, face push. Could do. Could do. Daniel Bryan heel. Well, I mean, the, no, the I Miz, mean, the Miz has been. If they have this sort of match thing, he's going to be like, actually, yeah, I was wrong. Miz is actually quite good, and it's going to power Miz into some sort of higher level as lo- character. As long as he does something a bit different in the ring. I think well, yeah. I think it might turn him into he's got a bit of aggression to him. I think that's mm. what he needs, really. Yeah. Um, I've just read a, a tweet from uh, Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Uh, I, I might tweet oh, him back. Who who turned I, I uh, 71. Saying thank you for all the well wishes on my 71st birthday. Uh, hashtag luckiest man in the world. Hashtag just reach puberty. Yeah. There we go. Ah, oh, Vince. Legend, absolute so, legend. That's, there we go. That's disturbing. Um, and there's that. been quite a few bit of talk about the fact that WWE NXT, sorry, is two champions now are both Japanese, so it yep. shows how international the company is going. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> what American and Japanese? Remember Eva Torres? Yes. Yeah, she's been on uh, some sites saying that she's very excited about CM Punk uh, UFC debut. Hmm. There you go. Picture uh, of the million Shawn, dollar man. Shawn Michaels has... Uh, there is a random picture of the million dollar man there. Yeah. Um, Shawn Michaels has started working down at NXT yes. slash Forso University slash what I'm looking for, Development Centre. Yeah. Um, looking incredibly old. Um, <laughs> and that's pretty much it. Dana White um, has said... Um, Bad Ring had an interview about working with Vince McMahon. Um, and he said he's an active maniac, which is... True. Chris Jericho and uh, Kevin Owens, an epic picture, have done this amazing sort of black and white. uh, That needs to be my phone wallpaper. That's that's brilliant. It's brilliant. Um, It's glorious. And this is the the big news uh, because we decided that this must have been a a thing that happened and went. (laughs) You remember that Easy E Eric Young um, had an uh, an NXT match and then he just disappeared. Yep. Well, it appears your advert. Get off. Giving you it an appears advert, that former TNA champion Eric Young, thirty-six, has that man is only thirty-six, um, has <laughs> signed a deal me. with NXT. So they're waiting for the right time to debut him. Um, so there you go. He was um, a steady hand to TNA. There you go. Blah blah um, blah. They yeah. left in March. He basically had some uh, independent dates that he had to get completed. Um, and now he's um, an NXT roster member. Yeah, that's so, not a bad thing, though, I don't think. I don't think it's a bad thing. I'll no. be interested to see how they use him, um, because I tell you, it is, 
It is turning into TNA, isn't it? Uh, yep. WWE is at the minute. You think, I mean, not that it's... Sorry, it's, it's turning... NXT is turning into a potentially good version of TNA. Yeah, because I mean, TNA's got broken Jeff Hardy now. I'd love to see him on NXT. Yeah, oh, that could be... <laughs> it is an exquisite xylophone. Anyway, I've got I've got a prediction. Oh, yeah, no. um, okay. 2017. I, I, did you want to be airing your predictions? Bearing in mind how many of our ideas WWE uh, steal. that's never... Yeah. Yeah. Love you, Vince. Paul, get your pen out. Let's listen to what the uh, Iron Man podcast is saying. Uh, anyway, so I've got yes. a prediction. Um, okay. Two predictions. One, um, there is going to be a TNA. Now, this, what I was thinking is how funny would it be if, um, they, let's say, um, someone like Daniel Bryan gets attacked by mm. the Miz and he's taken off and they're bringing a temporary um, SmackDown general manager while he's injured, and it's Dixie Carter. She's, <laughs> she's jobless, isn't she? Yeah, <laughs> so, pretty much. <laughs> um, so I thought that'd be quite interesting to try to rally your troops around um, No, my real prediction <laughs> is invasion. we're going to see a return in the next year yeah. of a superstar that you would never expect to return. But it, it keeps popping up. The name keeps popping up. King Kong Bundy. No. no. Almost as good. Iron Sheep. No. Giant Guns. Oh, no, God, no that uh, wouldn't work, would it? Uh, hmm. Curtis Hughes. Mr. Oh. Hughes is oh. coming back. No. Right? Yeah. They mentioned him on Cruiserweight Classics. Yep. They mentioned him on SummerSlam. Yep. They mentioned him a few times. Why are they suddenly mentioning this man? I know he's training some of them. I reckon he's been backstage and I reckon no. that he's going to become a manager. No, no. He's going to stand there. Is he going to do a Paul Ellering? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> Just rather me turn up and wring his hands. Yeah, that's it. Curtis Hughes. <laughs> hmm. yeah. Interesting. Uh, well, we shall see. Yeah, we shall see. Yeah, yeah. Let's uh, move on. Who's Curtis Hughes? I can't remember him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I never watched him wrestle. I just knew the name. Uh, okay. Uh, is that... He took on The Undertaker about 95. It was dreadful. Oh, right. Okay, that'd be why then. Uh, it's 95, wasn't it? Um, <laughs> so, uh, anything else? I or... think I've done enough news. Uh, okay, then. Uh, what would you like to move on to next? Shall we go on to Old Man Joey's SummerSlam 2012? I think you? so. Okay. Have you so... got the matches up so I we have. can see it? No, there he is. Oh, it's got an angry Brock Lesnar on the front. You've said the name wrong again. Oh, hang on. It was... was... Brock Lesnar. Back at this point, I didn't realise he was. Yeah, apparently so. Oh, he was. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay, so SummerSlam 2012, Old Man Joey, oh, take it away. God, yeah. I'm going to try and remember about this. Uh, yeah, I mean, it started, yeah, Jericho Ziggler started. This was a good opening match, actually, from what I recall. It was a fast, high pace match. I mean, was irritating because you had. Vicky Guerrero out there just shouting and being annoying and loud. Oh, was this when Vicky Guerrero was dating Zolf Ziggler? Zolf Ziggler, yes. Zolf Ziggler. Zolf Ziggler. Oh, that, that's even worse. Uh, but no, it was a good, fast-paced, decent, good opening match. It was very good. Uh, I'm going to go through this as quick as I can because I can't remember a lot of it. Okay, so next match, on. Daniel Bryan against Kane. Daniel Bryan. Uh, I've actually got small notes here somewhere. Else. Small notes. Small notes, he writes them small yeah. and then shrinks them down <laughs> on a vertical. Yes, and then blows them up with a magnifying glass. <laughs> and actually, yeah, this one was, I mean, didn't go on for very long. Were they, was this before the tag team? Was I think this? it was, yeah. 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 It was a decent back and forth match. Um, Daniel Bryan won. I remember being a little surprised at that. Mm. Because it was... Uh, yes, yes. I think yes. it was before that, wasn't it? I think it was still here at that yeah. point. Yeah, was that, was that the no movement? Remember? Yeah. But yeah, no, that was a good match. I mean, these next two matches, however, <laughs> I, so, I have very little recollection about because at this point, Miz is Intercontinental Champion. Oh, but, really? Oh, yes. oh, that's that's a surprise. And uh, I mean, he beat Rey Mysterio, but at this point in time, these two weren't particularly anywhere near my favourite wrestlers at the time. So no. I don't remember that great deal. I mean, it was boring. That's fine. Uh, it got. <laughs> the the next match some... is another classic. Oh, the next match was also dreadful because yeah. it's got Seamus in it, which was Seamus isn't actually too bad, but it's he's in the middle of what? It was like a six Hashtag wellness policy. Feel better now? You've yeah. done that? Right. And this this was I think this was in the midst of the Something like it was something like a six-month 
viewed where they had this exact same match every pay-per-view and it ended the exact same way. Oh, is it a bit like so the John Cena Randy Orton feud? It's a bit like right. Best of Seven. Yeah, yeah it, it might well have been, but it actually... They just didn't, didn't announce it. It, yeah. it didn't <laughs> announce it, and Chamus won all of the matches. So. Del, Del Rio still kept getting title shots uh. month after month, and it was just god-awful. I mean, it was... I'm coming back. I'm good to kill you. It, my it, name is Alberto Del Rio. You killed my mother. Prepare to die. Oh, that's in Inigo Montoya. Yeah, Something like that, yeah. Inconceivable. Again, next match. R-Truth and Kofi Kingston defeated the primetime players. God, they were, oh. they were, they've been going for that R-Truth long. R-Truth and Kofi Kingston as the tag team champions. Can't yeah, remember that. Yeah, I, I couldn't remember that when they come out with the title. Back this is like, the oh, primetime players. Oh. That's new. Well, obviously the primetime players didn't win because, well, why would they? No. <laughs> I mean, they haven't won a match, have they? Yeah. Were they too busy shuffling? Are the primetime players like the modern versions of the Bushwhackers? Yeah, yeah. I'd say. Yeah. But they don't lick people. Mm. I think that's well, the key distinction. Yeah. Okay. It was, uh, yeah, it was a decent match, decent, solid. It was more Seven of a, minutes. It was more of a raw quality match rather than a pay-per-view quality match. But a lot, of these, a lot of these matches look like raw matches, actually. Yeah. Um, okay, then you've got CM Punk, John oh, Cena, oh, oh. and the big show, CM Punk defending his title. This, this is during... Steady, steady. Is... No footsie under the sorry, table. Sorry, this is, oh, this, this match is horrific because, I mean, it's basically built around the big show being the dominant force in the whole Sports match. entertainment. No, just... just, oh, just, oh, just the match. In the match in general, he's... Yeah. Literally the driving force in the whole match. Seems a bit weird, doesn't it? Mm. And then, uh, then they have this like weird double pin submission thing, and the match. I think they, you know, Cena and Punk both think they've won, and then it gets uh, started. Yeah. And then Cena does as he usually does, and Superman's up and uh, gives the AA to Big Show out of uh, nowhere. Out of nowhere. Where. But an AA to Big Show is incredible. So no, we should not. do it every time <laughs> they have a match and claim it's the first time it's ever happened. It, it was oh the, my God! It was the first time, but after like 900 times, it gets boring. Luckily, the though, first time was in 2004 at WrestleMania 20, correct. which is eight years before this. Yeah. So that and it's also uh, 17 years after WrestleMania 3. Yeah, uh, where uh, Hogan did the same to Andre the Giant. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, Luckily, it was considerably heavier and lumber yeah. couldn't move as well. Yeah. yeah, Punk managed to uh, throw Cena out of the ring at this point and steal the victory, which was always, always, always a good thing. Yeah, but that was an absolute god awful match. It may well be a total better. It was just absolutely <laughs> dreadful. And then the actual main events, which was uh, Brock Lesnar. In an eight, nearly nineteen-minute match with Triple H, this was this was a good match. I mean, it was. Was it before Brock Lesnar just started doing the same well, thing? This is this was before Lesnar forgot to do anything other than suplex people. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I mean, there was the story leading into this. He'd already broken Triple H's arm at this point. He'd broken Shawn Michaels' arm at this point as well. Yeah. Had he like, broken Matt Hardy? Quite possibly. <laughs> I mean, I don't follow Brock Lesnar around all the time. I think so he don't... broke Matt Hardy. <laughs> Fair point. Uh, oh Did he break some horses in as well uh, while he was at it? I don't know. It was... Well, no, it was a good... <laughs> I could just do Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar, F5 on a suplex and an F5 on a horse. <laughs> the horse is then tame. Yeah, like that, like that. Yeah. Oh, good God. <laughs> anyway, so what's the match like? He lost it, right? Okay, we can't. Right. So, um, just yeah. show us the number of fingers. How many? How many fingers was the overall player? Okay, he's no, come back. He's back. Yeah, it was a good. I mean, it was basically a brawl because it was Triple H angry, coming for vengeance, and it was Lesnar basically spending the most of the match working on the already injured arm, and it come down to Triple H just fighting, keep fighting back and fighting back, and end up finally succumbing to the Kimura luck. By Lesnar at the end, it was a very good physical match. Hmm. And the the overall event. Oh god, it's got to be. You're looking at two turnbuckle. It was dreadful. Yeah, sounds like a one to me. I, I've got that to look forward to when I do I'm, my big. I mean, catch the Jericho up. Ziggler yeah. match was good, and uh, 
That <laughs> seems to be it. The tag team match was decent, and the main event was actually quite good. But other than that, it's just oh, diabolical. I forgot how bad it actually was. Mm. So I was sat watching it. Incidentally, uh, just to go back on a, a news point that, that I made a note that I forgot to mention before: uh, new title belts on yes, SmackDown. Yes, I just looked at them and realised it. Yeah, um, they've gone the, down a lot better than the Raw one. Yeah, well, WWE and their their insistence on having either red or blue backgrounds on their belts, just in case you got confused about which title was for which brand. Yeah. Um, I mean, not that you get confused at all by the fact that they all look the same. But, Calm yeah, down. Sorry. It's only a time um, amount. It's nothing important. No, I know it's nothing important. Universal title. Um... Um, yeah, and anyway. the, the that's that's quite important, and obviously that's that uh, backlash that they're going to be yes. crowning those champions. Yep. Um, so there we go. Um, okay. What do you want to look at next? Just thought I'd better let you know that Triple H and Stephanie McMahon have bought a new dog. <laughs> yeah, that's that's, that, uh, that's new... actually quite important. There he is yeah, uh, Andre. They've called it. Uh, yeah, really appropriate. Um, Not for a dog. Very mastiff. Okay. Yeah. So um, there we go. Um, I just thought we better probably talk Andre about because otherwise we will forget about it. Yeah. Um, if you hadn't had enough wrestling after watching NXT Tango Part Two, yeah, oh, then yeah. Um, the SummerSlam pre-show, yeah. then SummerSlam, yeah. you could immerse yourself yeah. in five episodes yeah. of holy foley, um, <laughs> and uh, holy foley. Right now, can I just talk before I want your reaction? Yeah, I want to talk you through my reaction of holy foley. Right? Okay. I'd said I wasn't expecting much in this. Yeah. Okay. So and I went were, in. were your expectations met? I went in and I thought, <laughs> right, okay, let's watch it. So you have seen I start, what I start watching this. it. Yeah, I did make sure there was no one else in the house. So <laughs> Locked yeah. all the doors, the so windows closed. Put the a blanket over the fish tank because I didn't want them judging me. <laughs> uh, and uh, basically, I, I sat and watched this. And uh, first bit you see is, uh, have you watched it? I have. Yes, yeah. You see Mick Foley driving around talking yeah. about him loving Christmas. Yeah, which is fine. Slightly yeah. tedious. Okay. Um, and then what happens is basically through a long series of things. They are clearly all scheduled and scripted. Yeah. They slowly introduce the Foley family. Yes. And one by one, you hate them a bit more <laughs> and a bit more and a bit more to the point where this man who I have loved for 20 years, I'm starting to hate him because it is that crap. And then their stupid daughter, who I've no interest in whatsoever, I couldn't Absolutely. care less, decides, oh... I want to tell you all something at lunch. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like oh, how they all immediately think that she's, she's pregnant. pregnant. Um, clan like, baby. So yeah. brilliant. <laughs> and it's just like, she's going to say she's going to be a wrestler. It's We've a, already oh. had it spoiled. It's oh, God. Oh, God. And I just, I just, by the end, basically, I wanted to like bite my own eyes out to stop me watching it. <laughs> what a pile of steaming. Holy. Holy yeah. Shatner. So I won't be watching any of us. Um, no. um, I tweeted exactly the same thing. Um, that, that's a little eerie. Did you tweet yeah. to Mick and tell him? No, but I did hashtag Holy Foley. Um, amongst all of the, the rivulets... Did you then put the words Iron Man Podcast in there? To add it's on the Iron Man Podcast right. uh, feed, man. so yeah. Um, I did sign off Real Deal, so uh, oh, yeah. you're, you are not tied in to, uh, to my comments on there uh, as yet. But... I, at the I, same time, I, I, I'll be honest. I don't have a, a problem with Mick or his family or anything. I think no, it's just it, I love it's, Mick Foley. Yeah, it, I think it's just the way it's that the show is structured, show. Yeah. The, the way it's presented, the tone of the show, and the uh, the the whimsical background music and the the really horrendous I editing. Hate, I hate the acoustic version of his music. Yeah, it's dreadful. I, that annoyed me before I even started yeah. watching it. Do, do, do. It's like an emasculated Mick Foley. Yeah. Oh. Um, but yeah, I mean, all due respect to him and his family and, and, and all of that, but this show did not need to exist. Their weirdness is endearing in its own way, but not in this context. The only thing I liked about it, and again... As I said, it, I'm, I'm sure a lot of it's scripted. I bet it's them. But yeah. it's, like, it's like, um, 
like like you know when when we watched like the Hogan one, it got a bit annoying. But I sort of made me laugh a bit because I could see that was genuinely Hulk Hogan, and yeah, he is and Hogan case. is a mental case. Yeah. Whereas Foley's just a nice guy. Yep. that doesn't make interesting television. No, um, but what a little bit weird, a little bit dysfunctional. But what I did like was his little Christmas room. Yes. I've got to admit that was fun. that That's was quite good. Oh, I'm gonna say funny. It wasn't. I, funny. I also disagree with uh, Dewey's uh, assertion that writing is easy. Yes. No, no, it, isn't, it no. is not. It really is not. The, the only thing that I really was drawn to was Nick's reaction when he was in the WWE warehouse and he saw. This is a few episodes later, later isn't it? Yeah. This is the old Hell in a Cell. Yeah. And he actually goes up and touches it, and the actual emotion that comes out that intrigued me. But the rest of it, it was yeah. it was a car wreck. I, it it literally, oh, that's quite a good link to uh, the theme song. Yeah. <laughs> ding ding ding. <laughs> Ding, 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 almost ding, as if I worked in on purpose. <laughs> almost. I did. <laughs> <laughs> almost. It's a shame. There was a good, nice bit of happenstance. Although, uh, the other thing I picked up on from the first episode of Holy Foley, oh. uh, uh, an abundance of reference to bubes. Yeah, and that, that, they, they seem to like the boobs, which mm. not a bad thing, but... Yeah, it was a bit excessive. But otherwise, yeah, I mean, I, I, I will probably not watch anymore I say that next week I'll have watched the remaining four I have no doubt <laughs> okay yeah okay Holy next fairly done yeah right then should we do um, how long we got right should we do SummerSlam 02 yeah go because I, I want to get SummerSlam out yeah we to, we've got a couple so, of bits to get out of the way right okay so SummerSlam um, on this sort of third SummerSlam special yes on, on Heat Spike Dudley defeated not Steve interested. right okay, okay let's go Nobody straight can. to start right Kurt Angle Rey Mysterio singles match I quite enjoyed this really 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 good match yeah I, whilst this was when they've not long just brought Rey Mysterio in and he's still Kurt actually Angle. really good. And Kurt Angle went at him like, oh, look, he's a little boy. Just not <laughs> like they really mocked him like that. And then as a result, um, it started this sort of matchup. Uh, really decent. I reckon it's a four-term four book match. Yeah, that, that was really uh, enjoyable. It was excellent from the start from when Kurt Angle stood and um, Rey Mysterio comes from behind. Blindsided, yeah. Um, so really, really good. Okay, that'll do. I don't think we yep. need to say anything. No. Nope. Uh, next match was Ric Flair against Chris Jericho. Now, this one, I think this was when Rick was going to have his final run of his career, which was yep. still another four years long. I think it was actually. <laughs> yeah. this. Um, Woo! Still be going, actually. We don't know. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, he will just turn the waterworks on and then uh, then sort of stagger off backstage, flop somewhere. Yeah. Uh, wash, I rinse, thought, repeat. I thought this was a pretty decent match, actually. I thought, yeah. for, you know... Two solid workers. Two solid workers. It wasn't like a massive memorable match, but it was a a good second match in the card, sort of not stealing the show, but sort of warming up towards later on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So after that, uh, I'd probably say that was. uh, I'd say. I don't know. Two. Uh, Yeah, I think two, two, but only because there wasn't really any importance with it. Yeah. It was. If it would have had some importance behind it, a bit longer, maybe it could have been a three. Okay, then. Edge, Eddie Guerrero. I'd say a similar thing. I, yeah. I felt it wasn't that important a match. This is before Eddie really became the Latino Heat sort of yes. character that I really yeah. love. Um, he was, I suppose, in and out due to rehab and stuff like this yeah. around this time. And uh, Edge was sort of like, just still, in the middle, not really doing much. Yeah, he's still form, building up yeah. his uh, momentum at this point. So, um, but not a bad technical match. Yeah, it, it did the job for where it was. So the next match I had less interest in. Uh, See, I, I actually quite I I like this match. It, um, I think it was because more... I like the tag team, the the Goldust Booker team. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, so it was the Un-Americans, Lance Storm and Christian against Booker T and Goldust. I'd forgotten about that gimmick. Um, so but uh, at, at the same time, I, I I like all the wrestlers in the match, including Lance Storm. I mean, he's not had the uh, the best of times in terms of um, personality, but I mean, he's Canadian. Well, what do you want? Had, <laughs> was there a brand split at this point? I, uh, I believe uh, there was. Yeah. yeah. Yes, there was. Now, I think this is something important, and I think I was going to bring this up anyway, and I'm to do now. Is the tag team division? Absolute. Whilst the brand split was a good thing, I think yeah. ten years ago, the tag team division suffered 
massively because yeah. of brands but they never <laughs> got okay. they never got the tag team thing right there was, no. there was never enough teams on either side and the one thing that I think they should have learned from on, on this is that they couldn't afford to have two tag team champions yeah. um, and either, one on either show and they've done the exact same again and yet again we haven't really got much on the tag team nope. region either side but anyway, so but that's why I thought the Americans were quite good because for the first time in ages, there's actually a tag team with a purpose. Yes, um, which there wasn't a lot of. Really. And uh, I, like I, they were shoving random people like Taz and Spike Dudley together to try yeah. and make tag team. You know, it just wasn't very good. So, um, but I mean, that that match ended with uh, Test running interference for the Un-Americans uh, and uh, causing the uh, the upset. Yeah, so that that was quite interesting. But other than that, I don't really remember a huge amount of. Yeah, and I watched it recently as well. There we go. Next Ra- up was Rob Van Dam against He Who Shall Not Be Named, Chris Benoit. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> um, all things considered, really good match. Yeah, begrudgingly, I'll say yeah. yes. Um, there we go. But we can't talk about one. So another one: Undertaker versus Test. Probably the highest point of Test's career, I think. Yeah. Um, um, and that was just a squash. It was. It was. It was a good. It was an entertaining squash. A, yeah. Solid thought. match. Still. Um, wonder what would have happened if Test would have won. This match, mm, he'd have flown the American flag upside down, and the, the Undertaker would have looked surprised. Then we have uh, the unsanctioned street fight. Uh, now, unsanctioned, but there's a ref. Yeah, well, they, they have to and do that. Th- to this match is totally unsanctioned by WWE. Okay, here's what, official. Here's El Hamner. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Um, that went on for nearly half an hour, and it Shawn was... Shawn Michaels and Triple H, we haven't said. Yeah, yeah, Shawn Michaels, Triple H, uh, and it was uh, Shawn Michaels' return for the first time yeah. since 98. 98, so four years. Yeah. And um, you wouldn't have test, uh, you wouldn't have guessed. <laughs> you wouldn't have tested. You wouldn't have tested. No, you wouldn't test. have tested. This is a test. Um, no, you wouldn't have guessed. It, it was... I always found it. I didn't always find it because they stopped doing it for a while. For a while, they had the they always played on the back injury of yes. Shawn Michaels, and they they uh, heavily they, emphasized they did it this one. But it's fair enough in this first match, I think. Um, but what I was what I was thinking looking at this match is like Shawn's a couple of things have come along since Shawn had finished wrestling at WrestleMania 14. Yeah, and it's stuff like um, the tables being used more in the ring and the 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 sledgehammer and stuff like. And it was a bit like he wanted to have a bit of a go at everything. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> it's like a kid in a playground. Yeah. This is my last chance. I'm going to do it. Obviously, yeah. then gone to wrestling for six years. Um, but brilliant match. Um, yeah. I've got to say, uh, JR's commentary in this match completely sold this as well. Yeah. It's yeah. so good. Yeah. Um, four turnbuckles. I'll go with that. Well, you did, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then we go on to the main event, which was also, I thought, an excellent match. Yeah. Um, Brock Lesnar versus, uh, who was the challenger, versus the, uh, the unified Rock. champion, The yep. Rock. Um, and obviously Brock Lesnar defeated The Rock to become the youngest champion yes. at that point until Randy Orton then became a younger champion. Yep. Um, and uh, just cemented Brock Lesnar's status really which is yeah. uh, I, I just find it interesting at this point he was an excellent wrestler actually like wrestling as well yeah uh, I, f- I find it funny as well looking back that Brock Lesnar has always kind of had Paul Heyman in his corner and he goes away for however many years comes back oh look and it's Brock Lesnar with Paul Heyman in his corner because Brock Lesnar can't talk he just beats people up well he can talk but he sounds like a drunk mouse yes so yeah so there we go um, overall that was overall I would give that event a 3 I don't yeah. think it was quite good enough for a, a four turn buckle but uh, I, I'd say it's a solid 3 yeah. botch or Broadway uh, Broadway. Definitely, yeah. Okay, um, so there we go. So then I suppose we'll talk about, well, let's finish this SummerSlam malarkey off. Yep. Uh, the main event jobber, which oh, was um, SummerSlam 92. At Wembley Stadium. The only SummerSlam or major pay-per-view event that's ever been held in the UK. Yeah. Um, and it was at Wembley Stadium, SummerSlam 92, Um we say it's the main event. Technically, the main event, I suppose, in that ma- that event was actually the Intercontinental Championship at the end of yes. the night. 
That's only because Bulldog was... Yeah, in terms of the WWE title, it was a defending Macho Man Randy Savage, who would beat Ric Flair at WrestleMania 8. Yeah. And he was defending the title against the Ultimate Warrior, who would return at WrestleMania 8. And in the Ultimate Warrior, in his lovely one piece. Yeah, the the Ultimate Warrior had lost a bit of muscle mass, I believe, at some point. I'm not really quite sure, but he, he basically was wearing this one piece that was... Pretty rancid, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, as was Macho Man's outfit as well. Let's yeah. be fair. It yes. was it was the day glow era of wrestling. Yes, it was. It was. Yeah. Just in case you couldn't see him across Wembley yeah. Stadium, um, they made sure that you could see him. Um, and they basically had this matchup, which um, there was no real storyline. Oh no, the, the storyline was, was who's someone corner? Else, yeah. Whose corner would Rick? Well, Mister Perfect be yeah. in um, with Rick Flair. With Rick Flair, and, um, and it turned out to be nobody's. Yeah. I don't know, oh, yeah. Right. no one. So they had a, they had a match where basically no one either got anything over the other one. Yeah. Um, they did a double clothesline, and out comes Rick and. Uh, now, on on that note, uh, I described this in my notes as the battle of the colourful leotards. Yes. And um, the the worst part of the entire match. Yeah was the bit with Ric Flair coming out. Yeah. And in the ring, you can clearly see Warrior and uh, Savage playing for time. Yeah, was, Whilst Flair spent a week walking, walking down, to the yeah, ring. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, it just didn't improve. I mean, this this shows why... Uh, well, they they always blame the UK, the fact it was in the UK on low buy rates at SummerSlam, which is why yeah. they've always questioned whether they'll ever do it again. Possibly mm. will now, have got the network. Yeah. Um, but... Um, I think a terrible card with terrible outcomes is another thing because the WWE Championship finishing in a countout. Um, yeah, was, was yeah. a bit lame. Did the Warrior Warrior one? Didn't he? I think by countout, and then so Savage retained the title. I think that's how it worked. Yeah, it was, um, or Savage would have retained I anyway. I with can't the counter, remember because um, it was that Just, dull. Yeah. Um, and basically, the Warrior and Savage stood in the ring, arms in the air, celebrating at the end. Uh, yeah. Flair and Perfect gone. And that was it. Yeah, there was a bit of interference on both sides from Flair and Perfect. So, commentary-wise, you didn't know quite which side they were on. Yeah. It turns out neither. Don't really matter, because Vincent Mann ruined it with his commentary anyway. Yeah. And, um, then, uh, and then Ric Flair left not long after that as well. That, we went well, back to WCW. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, he actually won the title again, though. He was the one that beat Savage, and then yeah. Bret Hart beat him. Yeah. So, there we go, and then that's it. Uh so that's that's a botch or broad uh, main event job. So it's just a job, right? It was it's what a job. Reckon, one star. Oh yeah, 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 it's awful. And that's only because the people involved. If, if yeah. it would have been uh, the Miz and uh, MVP, it would have been a total job, a total bella. Total bella. So um, it would have been a total Brooklyn brawl. Last few minutes. Um, what do you want to do? Overrated, underrated, fatally flawed one. Go for an overrated, underrated. Uh, I would have forgotten who I was going to. Oh, there we go. Yeah, there we go. Overrated or underrated? Uh, um, what have we got for us this week. So this week, I am going to go for... Let me think for a second. Do I want to go for it? Yes, I think I'm going to. The British Bulldog. Mm -hmm. Baby Boy Smith. Overrated or underrated? Mm, This is intriguing. Think about what the British Bulldog did. He started his career in Canada with Brett Wayden in the UK, actually. Then he got spotted by... Canada, uh, eh? Yeah. Um, then he got spotted um, by Stu Hart and took to Canada. Um, he <laughs> was beaten mercilessly. He was then teamed with uh, the Dynamite Kid because they're both British. Um, and they. No. Went, yes. And they became the British Bulldogs. Um, yeah. Bit of controversy because they obviously the Dynamite Kid got seriously injured. Um, yeah. But he didn't. That didn't retire him. They went then went off to Japan. Um, a lot of people believe that Vincent Mann told him basically to leave with him, go to Japan, then come back and we'll recrown you the British Bulldog, which then happened. Uh, so the British Bulldog came back, um, sort of m- mid to higher level card, yeah. wasn't it? He was, he was uh, at best an IC champ. Yeah, um, he then um, went on, took on, won the IC champ at uh, SummerSlam. Um, unfortunately, then got involved in the steroid scandal and was uh, relinquished of the title and mm-hmm. his career. Um, he went to WCW for a bit. Don't know much about that. Um, and then he um, he but, didn't do a huge amount no. there, but um, he he was playing the same character yeah. pretty much. Um, he then came back, yeah. and actually, I think when he came back was when he had some of the best matches in his career. Often underrated on like um, 
in your houses and things like this. Yeah. Um, and he took on Bret Hart again because oh, he was with him. He did this dreadful like twelve months um, as Allied Powers. Yeah. With Lex Luger. Lex Luger. Yeah. Um, yeah. He came back. Was that around ninety five? Yeah. Funny enough. <laughs> um, that is a he then came turned heel and uh, went against Bret Hart in a couple of really really decent matches. Yeah. Um, and then he became tag team partner with Owen Hart. Oh, who won the yeah. European Championship and yeah. also became tag team partner with Owen Hart. Um, and I think that tag team was pretty damn decent. Mm. Um, he then left WWE following yeah. the um, the Montreal screw job. Um, and the... oh, there's the bell. So he left WWE after the Montreal. You started screwjob, to say you'll finish. Um, and then went to WCW where he broke his back on the trapdoor, allowing the Ultimate Warrior to get in. For the uh, the one warrior nation appearance, oh, don't, don't so that's why he broke dreadful. his back because of that. Because of a dreadful yeah. WCW um, That is yeah. a surprise. Yeah. Um, and then he basically he then came back one more time because Owen Hart apparently before he died arranged it um, with Vince McMahon and he came back uh, but unfortunately he was so out of shape at this point yeah. so that was it I actually saw him um, at Rebellion when he came back um, live uh, in nice. Birmingham um, nice. and he beat X-Pac up in about 12 minutes um, it was a yeah. right squash match um, <laughs> he was scheduled to take the Big Boss Man which I was quite good to the Big Boss Man wasn't there um, mm. but anyway so and then he pretty much faded away um, into Heat and then into obscurity. Uh, obscurity. Yeah. Um, so I suppose he's been tag team champion, hardcore champion, intercontinental champion, European champion, everything but the world champion. Um, overrated, overrated, underrated. Yeah. I was uh, going to say box to Broadway. Yeah. Uh, no. Um, Broadway. Um, no. <laughs> uh, I would say that he was limited by the fact that. There are steroids involved that would have in in the WWF of the nineteen eighties that would have given him the push that he needed yeah. in the eighties. But as time went on and the effects of that became more apparent, then um, it's one of those things where he could have been even better than he actually was. So, do, I, do you think he ever he deserved the WWE Championship? Yes. Yeah. Thank you, dude. Uh, for, when. Early nineties, yeah, early nineties, like ninety one, like towards the SummerSlam time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Around, around. That I mean, time. I would have liked to seen Bulldog versus Savage at SummerSlam. Mm. That would have, I mean, don't get me wrong, the Bret Hart match is yeah. one of the best SummerSlam matches there is, but I wouldn't mind watching that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I did. He have the charisma. I think a lot. I think even Bret Hart says a lot that he carried him through that SummerSlam match. But, yeah. Um, I don't know. Well, again, I, I think. The Bulldog had the foundations of greatness. Yeah. Uh, I just don't think I... he either had the, the full opportunity to exploit that or he lacked the possibly the, the wherewithal to make the most of it. I think he could have been the champion um, around the 95-96 era, which was dreadful anyway. That might have given uh, with, it a push. With Jim, James E. Cornette as his manager. Yeah. I, I mean, if, if you look at around that era as well, when uh, it was in the 95 Rumble when, when him and Shawn Michaels yeah. went to the end. They went all so the way That was a highlight of 95, that, that match. But, yeah. um, the, the whole Bulldog-Shawn Michaels thing, that could have been... Sort of the breaking point for yeah. Bulldog in terms of where he went next with his career. If he'd have won that match instead of Shawn Michaels, I mean, obviously Michaels is always going to win that. Yeah. Um, but if if it had gone the other way and Bulldog had won that Royal Rumble match, I think we could have arguably seen a completely different career trajectory, yeah. assuming that the uh, the effect of the steroids had the pressure. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know whether he's. I just stroked your arm. There. Yeah, I'm sorry. Don't um, I don't know whether he was overrated, but I don't know if he was underrated. Either. I don't think yeah. he actually. Fit. I think he was about right, but yeah. could have been pushed maybe yeah. to the top match. I'm not sure. I'd, I'd I'd go with that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, oh, I think we'll leave it at that then. Yep. Okay. okay. Cool. Episode done. Right, so we've still got a few bits left over for next week, so we'll save those and we'll we'll, uh, pick up with that. Uh, So, thank you for listening. Uh, If you'd like to get in touch with us, please send us an email to randomstoked at gmail.com or you can get in touch with us on Twitter through at Podcast. You can find all the previous episodes on iTunes or your favourite podcast service of choice. You can also download the show or read the show notes for every past episode at randomstow.com forward slash podcast. and I think that's about it. I haven't got anything else. No, I think that's about it as well. So um, I suppose um, 
Better hit the uh, the uh, the 80s music. Yeah, well, I haven't got any on now. Well, I've no. switched it off. Oh, well, that's no good. Do, do you want me to... No, no, <laughs> just cancel it. Um... No, maybe next week. Maybe oh, next week. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Glorious. Glorious indeed. Until next time, fare thee well.